This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to take a few minutes of your time to talk about pet care, pet medicine, and everything in between. For the next two Pet Sounds, we're going to be talking about pet adoption myths and new strategies for adopting pets because there are some new approaches to successfully adopt. Adopting a dog or cat from an animal shelter or the Humane Society is a noble, compassionate act. Over the years, I have vetted many such adopted animals that lived happy lives in their new homes with satisfied owners. Unfortunately, I have also seen many mismatches and unsuccessful adoptions that led to returning the pet or the owners living with unacceptable behavior. There is a new movement driven by veterinary behaviorists to improve adoption success. Veterinarians and shelter personnel are working together to use scientific knowledge to debunk myths and phase in new ways to increase the percentage of successful adoption by ensuring the adopted dog is behaviorally adjusted and safe. Providing an enriched environment while at the shelter, as well as educating the new owners and helping them adjust to their new pet at home is the focal point in achieving successful adoptions. Dr. Amy Martyr, a veterinary behavior specialist with the ASPCA in New York City, found that 99% of pet owners with dogs that have severe behavior problems never consider giving up a dog, that dog, or euthanasia. This shows how strong the owner's attachment is and how the owner will advocate for their pet. Animal shelter dogs are essentially the same as dogs in homes, except they don't have an owner in their corner to care for them. Dr. Martyr feels that it's time for shelters to improve conditions of pets in new ways to keep them well-adjusted, thus increasing adoption success. Keeping animals from coming to the shelter in the first place is important, too. There are misconceptions as to why animals are given up to shelters in the first place. Dr. Emily Weiss conducted a survey on why people relinquish their dogs, and the results debunked many myths. Behavior problems were not necessarily the number one reason for relinquishing their pet, nor was it due to being poor or impoverished. Many homes that gave up their pets had incomes greater than $34,000 a year. That put households in a situation where they assist their pet if they needed it. Most people who relinquished a pet graduated from high school, and there was no correlation of any cultural factor. They all took at least a week to make the decision, and they sought out help before giving up the pet. The more common reasons for giving up a pet include lack of access to affordable pet-friendly housing, temporary life issues with the owner, local ordinances and insurance restrictions, and serious health issues with the pet. Unfortunately, some of these problems are being addressed. For instance, there are more retirement communities that are becoming pet-friendly, thus allowing our senior citizens to keep their pets. Websites are now available, like lollipop.org, that helps people find pet-friendly housing. Some shelters are now taking back adoptees if medical treatment is needed and readopting them. Other organizations have helped pet owners that need temporary financial help if a pet security deposit is needed or a minor medical bill is need paying. So, there is support for pet owners that get in a bind and need help to keep their pet. This helps reduce our homelessness pet population. Next time, I want to share ways shelters are trying to increase adoption success. Thank you for listening. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds, giving you concise answers to common pet-related questions at WERU. Until next time, Enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.